0: Today's episode will be discussing I May Destroy You, a British comedy drama that aired on BBC One and is now airing in the U.S. on HBO. Season 1, Episode 5 just came out. It Just Came Up is the title. This is a series that was created by Michaela Cole. It's based on her life experiences, specifically one that happened while she was shooting her other series, Chewing Gum, or Writing for It, which she also created that show and this show she not only created it she writes on it she produces it she directs it and she's the main character on it is chewing gum along the same vein as this chewing gum is actually very different but they are both comedies um and they're both about life experiences chewing gum was about it was something that she adapted from a play that she wrote in college and it was about uh i guess a girl Growing up and living sort of a reclusive uh, religious lifestyle and wanting to branch out like sexually and otherwise into her the rest of her adulthood. And ironically, in a terrible sense, uh, throughout writing it, she was uh, assaulted and raped in a way for, and that's what inspired this series. Um, That is not an an exact correlation to it, but definitely pulled from and in this day and age with the Me Too movement and everything that's going on in our society, it seems especially prevalent. That's very timely. Another interesting fact is that Netflix actually wanted to buy this series from her and offered her a million dollars straight up for the copyright rights of it. And she said no, she wanted to have at least a little portion of it. And they were like, that's not the way we do things. And she said, well, screw you guys, I'm gonna take it elsewhere. And that's exactly exactly what she did. And it looks like it worked out as uh, the best decision for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that if she would have given it to Netflix, she probably would have ended up as executive producer, but that really doesn't mean much in uh, when you're actually working on the show.
0: Yeah, there's been other people who have created their own show and starred in it. I think of Smilf, The Frankie Shaw Show, but that's more um, her struggling through having a kid uh, and having to raise one while also trying to work as a as a single mother. Well, this show is supposed to be a comedy still, but it's addressing a lot of very dark social issues. Yeah, very
1: dark, dark themes. Yeah,
0: some things, some ways that the show has been described as are unsettling, hard to watch, horribly tense <laughs> Jarring, but then at the same time, it's called touching, quietly hilarious, riveting, and nuanced.
1: I think I agree mostly with the people that say that this is kind of unsettling because even the humor, like with the dark themes going on, just it's not that it doesn't mesh well, it's just that it just feels a little off, which I think it's supposed to.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to keep you off, like not feeling exactly comfortable. But at the same time, it's the New York Times said, a show that confronts viewers again and again with raw depictions of events they're unlikely to have seen on television. So that's sort of what you do aim for with a new television series is is something different.
1: Yeah, it definitely can be shown on any, like, actual network though like family networks like abc nbc i'd say hbo is probably a good place for the show to stay because they're able to address a lot more
0: uh, so so tell me a little bit about this episode how is it introduced what happens what are the characters like what are the characters like
1: well it starts off and we have arabella and zane and basically they who's, are who's zane zane is a person that she is involved with i want to say romantically because i know she's dating someone named biagio but i think she's either has an open relationship with Grazio or is cheating on him with Zane. Uh, and Zane is someone who we figure out very soon into the episode that he um he may have tricked her when they were having sex by pulling off his condom.
0: Yeah, he's not presented as a very nice guy. Yeah, He's
1: supposed to be one of the villains of the show. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, and that's a little odd because, again, at the beginning of the episode, he's not necessarily doing anything, like, wrong until... Uh, she kind of figures out something, and it's a flashback that we get to an earlier episode when she's like, oh, we must have done this. Exactly. You're not
0: supposed to feel like... Even the main characters are supposed to be messy, and they're, this whole idea of reinvention as a person, which is the driver of Arabella's character, yeah. means that her and her friends are facing a lot of issues that they don't know how to deal with properly, because there is no way of dealing with those issues properly so she's her boyfriend's a drug dealer yeah and her boyfriend's the same person who's trying to tell her to stop going out as much right yeah so and he's not there yeah so so you think of all these conflicting layers That every character has, and it makes it more real that way. Yeah,
1: definitely. That's a good way to describe the show as well. It also feels very realistic.
0: Mm -hmm. But not real in a sense of like Master of None, or uh, I don't want to say Seinfeld because that's gearing into sitcom air, but the idea of a show based on nothing but still being able to be successful. This show does have a plot that it's driving towards. Yeah, it's not like Fly on the Wall. Yeah, but at the same time, it's presenting people in their regular lives just going about their regular business. Which so is what makes it so, like, off-putting when they deal with such, like, dark themes. But, yeah. How many how many scenes did you see in the fifth episode that did introduce you to something really dark? Because I don't think there were, like, a, were there a ton of sex scenes and stuff?
1: No, the only sex scene was at the very, very beginning, like, the first scene you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say probably in terms of... There's, like, around 10 scenes, I'd say, maybe, like, to 12 scenes in the whole show. I'd say about five of them showed something pretty dark. Most of it was about the fact that she was raped and her trying to kind
0: of figure out what happened with that case and everything. Mm-hmm. So. so the difference between a show like Unbelievable, yeah. that, that is a pure just drama and also recreation of, of an article. That was put out and yeah. there's not supposed to be too many comedic moments in that yeah not, so not how is this a comedy like what do they do that makes it comedy
1: well there's some very dark humor stuff like right after the intro where we where, um arabella kind of figures out that zane might have tricked her when they were having sex uh she like kind of throws a lot of jabs at him mm-hmm. like um in one part of the episode when they're painting because they hang out a lot uh during the episode she like straight up calls him a rapist and then and then he's like what? And then she like says something that sounds close to what uh what she was saying beforehand, but not just straight up calling him it, and so he's kinda confused.
0: So she's trying to deal with it and she's also lashing out at the same time. Yes, yeah. Okay. Does Zane eventually admit to what he did, or are we left not knowing if he actually did anything wrong?
1: Well, what ends up happening at the end of the episode is Arabella goes on this reading summit because she's publishing a book, and she's supposed to read a segment of her book. Do you know what the book's about? Uh, no, I don't.
0: Okay, she's like a social media star in yeah. a way. Yeah. That and makes sense
1: because the ending of it is her just taking pictures of herself, so, like <laughs> selfies. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah,
0: it's a sort of... Uh, play on what we're dealing with now, with internet stardom, she actually gets more famous because of coming out about her um, experiences in the first episode where she was date-raped. Yeah. yeah, Or roofied. I
1: don't want to say she easily does it, but she isn't afraid to show that she was raped. like she straight up just there's some confidence
0: there yeah there's there's confidence Uh and it's it's different than the traditional like oh i'm going to be really shy about this it makes the character um kind of stronger like yeah very much stronger um, did
1: this show remind you of anything oh yeah you were telling me about the end well yeah the end of the episode uh basically zane is there um the publisher who was writing a book. Was there her agents? There her best friend is there, and is she, Zane
0: there for support?
1: Yeah, Zane's there for support. He's <laughs> oh, wow. also on okay. stage because I think he's writing a book and he's supposed to say a segment of of his book. But um, Arabella goes up on stage and basically calls Zane out in front of a ton of people. Um, How
0: does she call him out
1: for being a rapist? She basically says straight up that the Zane uh, Serene, that's his last name, is a rapist, and then she says that he is not rapey, not a not like weird just playing out a rabies and then says what she what he did. Uh, and so then Zane, like, leaves the stage and mm-hmm. then there are a ton of people that pull out their phones, including Arabella's friend, and just uh, record him leaving and all that stuff and later on we realize that it went viral and that he's kind of a meme now a little bit. Huh,
0: Yeah, so do you think it was presenting phones in the social media age that we're in as a good thing in a way? Because it's trying to bring people to justice
1: yeah i mean like i i haven't seen the rest of the show but i'd say from this episode it was yeah
0: okay because i know later on and maybe even earlier in the series they present social media as a double-edged sword where it is definitely where we are as a world but it's not necessarily where we want to stay forever because it's going to absorb us in a way people are addicted to their phones i mean the the thing is is that the show obviously kind of shows
1: it first and foremost as a good thing because it shows that uh zane is kind of being hated online for what he did as he should be and all this stuff but i guess you can make the argument that if someone is a meme it is kind of making light of a situation that really shouldn't be made light of so
0: yeah but it's also a situation that wouldn't go public that you wouldn't ever Like, people could just pretend it never happened.
1: Yeah, but exactly. That's why I'm saying it's a double-edged sword. There's good stuff to it, but there also could be... You could make an argument that there's bad stuff for it as well.
0: You've watched Sex Education, and that's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Does that deal... Does it deal with any... It, it, topics of consent and all that. Because yeah, this there is very there, much no, there a consent is, type show.
1: Yeah, there is a specific storyline in season two that happens in Maeve's uh, best friend that deals with it, but they definitely don't deal with it to the same extent. Like this is a show that I would probably compare more to Big Little Lies than okay. Sex Education. Yeah, just because they both deal with the main character having a sexual assault experience. Are there
0: any other shows you compare it to, or that uh, you thought of while you were watching it? No, that any would, cop shows.
1: No, not really, because again, this isn't... There are
0: cops in the episode, right?
1: Well, yeah, the, I forgot the name of the show, but there's a show um, on HBO as well that's called Insecure, I think, and uh, it also dealt with this not similar themes plot-wise, but I felt
0: like it was kind of the same. The tone? The tone, tone was the same? yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, other things that this has been sort of compared to, in varying degrees, you have Fleabag, Broad City... Um, as far as strong female leads. But as I was researching the thing, I felt like I was looking at a philosophy of law type question because it seemed like the overall story arc for most characters, not only Arabella's character, but her friend Kwame. Fairy. Oh, Kwame, yeah, Kwame. Yeah, Kwame. There were these legal issues that were coming about where they weren't able to depend on law enforcement, and it wasn't just racial, but a big part of it was because of a racial Kind of dismissal that they were all receiving when they would bring up these.
1: Yeah, Kwame actually has a little bit of a part in this episode, like a segment, a decade, and because he pulls out his phone and he types into Google is non, uh, consensual dry humping rape, and so then he's not really sure, so he goes to the police station and uh, kind of talks about uh, a, experience he had on Grinder, um, where a guy might have raped him, but he's not sure, so he, he speaks to Officer Tom, I think, and the police kind of dismiss him because they don't really believe that what the this horny man, 808, that's who he matched with, uh, did anything wrong, so he just kind of leaves.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguous legal territory where you know that there's going to be a mental impact on anyone who's abused, but because it doesn't fit the actual law's definition of something police are less likely to do anything about it, um, and they can fall back on, well, nothing actually happened. Right. Yeah. And that and that's kind of... But at the same time, Kwame was prompted to report this assault to the police as an assault. So do you think that the show was pushing... Uh, or, or basically highlighting the idea that because he's black, he's not going to be taken well, no, seriously.
1: He he speaks to a uh, to Officer Tom, who is also an African American cop.
0: And uh-huh. do you off- think that was on purpose, though, to show that it wasn't?
1: Well, not exactly, um, because the episode showed that, like. The officers weren't just 100%, oh, we don't have to deal with this, but it was just more like the awkwardness of it all that they were trying to, I think, show. Yeah, that it's
0: hard for people to come out with these things, which it is. And again, it kept on making me think, how is this a comedy? How how can they really present this in a way that makes people laugh? But then when I read things like, it's unsettling to watch.
1: Well, there's, yeah, I mean, the beginning joke, I would say, like the first actual joke is that... uh, In the intro, she realizes that Zane has kind of raped her, so she leaves, but she doesn't have anything to wear except his t-shirt that he gave her, Um, and then she has no pants, so she has to walk in, she has to walk through New York City, it looked like, with no pants, and then walk into a store, buy pants that were
0: incredibly baggy, and then leave. And for anyone who's ever lived in New York, they know exactly what she's (laughs) going to (laughs) do. So I know she has another friend, too. Do they do anything with Terry in this episode? Yeah,
1: Terry plays a big part. Um, actually, she's this person that's supposed to go on stage and kind of uh, expose Zane, but she gets incredibly bad stage fright. And uh-huh. so, she, so that ends up making Arabella the one to go on there. And uh, Terry, except for that, is kind of also a little bit of a
0: comic relief.
1: Like, she's a way for Arabella to kind of air her grievance and let the audience she's know. She's her best friend. What she's going through, yeah.
0: How would you describe her? Is she... Because the way I saw it was she was organized and that she was... Yeah, like,
1: she she's definitely organized and she's, like, kind of the
0: shoulder to cry on friend. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you recognize uh, uh, Kwame uh, at all? No, I didn't. You've seen him before. His real name is... I, I'm going to murder these names because they're, they're hard to pronounce. Uh, Papa Esiedu? Um... <laughs> And he was uh, in the, what was the show that we saw? Gangs of London show. He played Alex, who was the son of the other mafia member guy. Yeah, he wasn't the main African-American guy no, in that, right? No, Okay. Yeah, yeah I think the... I know who you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. He was in that. And then he also comes from the Royal Shakespeare Company, so he's done a lot of theater before that this. makes sense. And uh, he actually went to school with, drama school with Michaela, so that's how they knew each oh, other before cool. the, yeah, yeah. thing. Um, I don't know as much about Terry's character, uh, Raruchi Opia. Again, sorry about the pronunciation of these, but I feel like this was done on purpose to mess with people who wanted, (laughs) or who need to work on their English. And actually say names, yeah. mm -hmm. Um, Because this didn't focus as much on the social media aspect of it and was more about trying to track down what happened to her? I know the first few episodes really delved into her memory. Were there any backflashes in this episode? No, like I
1: said, the only backflash you get at the very beginning is when, because um, the thing is, Arabella pulls out a phone and starts listening to podcasts, and they're kind of podcasts speaking about um, their women, they're speaking about their experiences with men, and that's how she ends up realizing that Zane probably did rape her, um, but the only flashback you get is, I think, to an
0: episode prior So where it's pro-podcast. I mean, yeah. If you yeah, want and to that's why that we're way. doing. She listened to a couple of them, so... Yeah. It's it's gotten a lot of uh, Twitter followers, too, because it's making fun of Twitter or it's at least embracing yeah. it within the show. I know Adele is a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, it was originally titled January 22nd, so I think it really was supposed to focus in on, or on one day, and... Try to break down what happened on that day.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And yeah. I mean, it definitely is mostly about that. Like that's the that experience block. for yeah. her.
0: That's the undercurrent of every scene. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. There's this lady whose name is Ida O'Brien. She is the intimacy coordinator for the show because oh, of the amount mind. of sex scenes. Intimacy co- coordinators are becoming more and more common in Hollywood. Yeah given all the like stuff that's happening and the people going away for
1: and this section was only like 15 seconds
0: longer so yeah Yeah. but you got to imagine the difference between oh no a normal like okay things are supposed to go well here and and having to make it natural the fact that someone's getting assaulted yeah no i I completely understand why they. yeah it's all about trying to make the actors feel safe yeah and they have to actually participate in workshops before they go in and, and work together on these things. The actors do? Or mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think the crew has to participate as much, but they it's those are usually like closed-off sets things, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And since she's the creator, I can't imagine having to give up your rights as a creator and then have to still, if she was still starring in the show, oh, be, yeah, then have bad. to be forced to like do a scene you didn't want to especially a sex scene that you didn't want however
1: she she is very like open like i in the very first few minutes, she's just, like, kind of walking around with her pants in her bra. So, no, I mean, but that's her choice. I know, I know. And, <laughs> Being and that's, told to do that by someone saying. else and, Yeah, that's what crazy. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you were told to do that, mm-hmm. then it would be something way different than actually yeah. just doing
0: it. Again, the show's been critically acclaimed by almost every article I could find. But at the same time, the audience score is only a 68%. Now, that said, when I have read the audience reviews on things like Amazon and such... It did seem to be overwhelmingly positive. People really embraced the idea of this type of show at this time in our culture. Yeah, it's very uh, famous in that way. It does have a 7.3 on IMDb, which isn't the highest, but again, I couldn't find anything to negative about it did besides the fact many, that it was hard to watch did you
1: see how many reviews
0: there were oh it did seem like there were a fair number of reviews and there are probably going to be more now that it's being re-aired in the u.s i imagine yeah it's probably going to become pretty popular yeah this show that or the episode you watched had a 7.8 but that was probably based on the uk people so uh, yeah you know those uk uk people those <laughs> Ukes. <laughs> um besides the her friends i heard that there was also a scene that was about her hair or something that was in this scene? Yeah, episode. That, was, that was funny because she
1: goes at the very beginning of the episode to a hair salon. Um, she's wearing a wig in the first scene and she takes it off. And, and it's pink, right? Yeah, it's a pink wig. Um, but then she gets her hair cut and she gets basically it almost cut completely down. Like it's only, like, it's only not. bald but almost bald but everywhere she goes afterwards everyone compliments her hair and it's it was just incredibly odd because it wasn't like it was just
0: maybe it's just her like deciding to like do her thing you know it's funny because when um what's the name of the person who played the blue lady in marvel's the, oh no! I know what you're talking. The nebula, nebula lady. Yeah, when she got when she shaved her head, she did it in real life too, and she said that people also were complimenting her on that yeah. choice. The, the just the funny thing was it wasn't it's empowering styled, it wasn't way.
1: styled or anything. It was just like as you were saying, emp- empowering. And, yeah, you don't yeah. have
0: to hide behind any sort of mask, and I yeah. people actually liked that when I read the reviews. Some people actually changed their minds about the show. They were like, "Well, this is actually more realistic to me because of because of the, yeah because no. of her choosing to do something like this." Yeah, exactly have to it's very nuanced yes the yeah. show doesn't throw action scenes in front of you it doesn't show like we're gonna get this person yeah there and, weren't
1: there weren't, a, there weren't a lot of scenes where it was like oh let's throw this in for fluff or oh, let's throw this backstory in there so we can like, yeah make and it's not like expand. in the
0: dark right is that the hulu series or yeah, the, the, yeah, the treehouse right. episode where it's like oh the wo- oh yeah the, women have their revenge on this guy and <laughs> are just Simpson, yeah, yeah yeah it's that not is. that either it's in a way more yeah again, it's, it's way
1: it's way better than that yeah, it's, yeah
0: yeah so overall how would you rank it would you say that uh it's it's as good as people have been talking about I would say so i mean i could definitely see this show
1: being nominated for a couple like emmys or stuff like that because it definitely seems like that type
0: of show that's pushing a message that's important and you know michaela cole is only interested in again those emmys no but i mean for people who feel that they've been underrepresented um not just in race but just in in the idea of a consent being shown uh, yeah, then I the, I would definitely recommend this show. Do you feel case. that it's adequately filling that gap?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think so. Cool. Well, then I I think that... Uh, do you think it's going to go more than one season? Well, with the type of critical claim it got, I would assume so, yeah. But how would it... If, if they solved the mystery, like, how does it continue after? I don't know. Big Little Lies was able to go for two seasons. So. But that wasn't based on anything real. That was more just But they like...
1: solved the mystery by the very end, so...
0: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it, it was an interesting watch. The other creator I didn't talk about him, Sam Miller. Uh, he's more um, working with Michaela Cole as a director and such. That makes sense. He he worked on Luther a lot. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. The, um, is that the E. Just the show? I believe so, and it was pretty well acclaimed yeah, as well. Was linked, so yeah, there's not a lot of places to be critiquing uh, the plot here because it's more challenging to the audience or challenges the audience to try to um see where they feel about something it's not it's not about like oh i'm going to accuse this character's uh that didn't make sense or
1: this yeah. yeah like it's more putting the audience in the character's shoes and making you understand where they come from which they do a pretty good job of so
0: if you were to guesstimate what's going to happen in the sixth episode? No, uh,
1: are... oh, I, I assume that there's going to be um, probably more progress on the case that was made when she got her drink spiked. I think that the Zane storyline, for the most part, is is done. Like, he... So you uh,
0: is there anything else you want to add about the episode itself? Did anything else happen that's important?
1: No, that was, that was basically... Uh, well, she does actually speak to Biagio about um, a certain thing where they have... There's a chance that they know who the person who um, spiked your drink was, uh, but they need Biagio's DNA just to make sure that uh, that was- Biagio, her boyfriend,
0: her boyfriend was out of the country or not in the area when this happened. Yeah. So he's not like a suspect or anything. But he they, was dating
1: her. Yeah, they just need the DNA to kind of like match it and see- So that uh, they can tell
0: who's, it's it, that it's not his. Yeah.
1: And yeah. So, um, but he doesn't know what happened to her. And by the end of the episode, he, she tells him, but he kind of blames her for getting her drink spiked. He victim blames? Yeah, victim blames. And she dumps him on the spot? No, she just closes the computer. And, like, That's messed up. up. So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a dark show. But... Right. yeah, but are you upset with that character? Do you want... Oh yeah, I, I, that was, that wasn't a fair thing to do. So. Okay, yeah,
0: Biagio's character made a mistake there. Yeah. So you think he's going to apologize?
1: probably I would imagine but I don't think I don't think the relationship is going to last that long.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, it sounds like a dark one. Um but if you're interested and you want to see it, check it out. Next episode's on the 13th. Anyway, that's it for today's episode. Join us next time. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye.